Welcome to the Let's Get Vulnerable podcast with me, your host, Dr. Morgan Anderson, clinical psychologist, relationship coach, love expert, creator of the ESL relationship method, and athletic wear connoisseur. My mission is to help you raise your self-worth, have great relationships, and step confidently into the next level of your life. Each week, two episodes will air featuring expert advice, live coaching, and tips showing you exactly how to improve your life and attract great relationships. You deserve to feel empowered, secure, and loved. So buckle up and let's get vulnerable. Big news for the month of November, I am hosting a giveaway and the prize is super juicy. If you win, you will get a one-on-one hour-long coaching session with yours truly. This is something I rarely ever give out. So you're going to want to listen up. How to enter the giveaway, go to Apple Podcast, leave a written review of the show, take a screenshot and DM it to me on Instagram or send it via email to giveaway at drmorgancoaching.com and you'll be entered to win the session. Obviously, written reviews are the best way to support the show. So I really appreciate you participating in this giveaway and me doing the coaching session is my way of giving back. I know that there's someone out there who really needs it and who really deserves it. So I'm really excited to announce that winner on December 1st. So go leave the review. It literally takes two seconds and then DM it to me on Instagram or send it via an email. I can't wait to see all of your entries. It's your host, Dr. Morgan. This will be a fun episode. I'm going to get real vulnerable, real personal with y'all. We're going to talk about conflict, and I'm going to give you an example from my own life. Um, I'm calling this episode Couchgate. I don't know if that's the official title, but in my head, I'm like, this is Couchgate. Like, you know, there's Watergate. Um, anyways, so what had happened is, and and I I will say this, I'm going to give you actionable things about conflict. I'm not going to just tell you my personal story. I'm going to give you some actionable things that you can do to prevent this and how to navigate through something like this for yourself. Okay. So personal story, and then we'll do some learning together. All right, y'all. I'm sure you're on the edge of your seat. Here's what happened. I had moved in with my partner and he's a single man, okay, bachelor, did not even have a kitchen table. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about, right? He also was using an upside down bucket as his chair for his desk. Love him to death. And this is one of the things that he's so good at. He's so incredibly frugal that he's just very careful about what he spends money on. And in his mind, furniture was just not a necessity. Okay. So I'm painting the scene for you. And he had a couch in his living room, which it was a decent looking couch, gray, nice looking, definitely from Wayfair, I think. And the issue was it was horribly uncomfortable. Like I'm talking, you sit on it, 
for 30 minutes and your butt hurts. Like just not comfortable. I, I mean, I have no words, honestly, to describe it. It was like, so it's so bad. Okay. Clearly he bought it without trying it out, which all of us have been guilty of. And I've had uncomfortable furniture in the past. Like I just am at this age as a 33 year old woman that I want a comfortable couch. Right. So I move, I move in and I bring it up to him right away. I'm like, Hey, I love you. I know you've tried so hard to decorate this house. You've done a great job by yourself. And I would love to help you with getting a new couch. Right. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, I kept bringing it, bringing it up and I practice what I preach. I was very calm. I made sure I asked permission to have the conversation. I used invitation like, hey, is this a good time to talk about this? I want you to know I'm feeling unheard about the couch request. It's been six months. We don't have a new couch, right? So all this is going on. Fast forward to a year and a half later, no new couch. At this point, Y'all can imagine if the couch is even in my eyesight or if it even gets brought up at all, I can feel the tension. And I'm not someone where, I mean, it takes a lot really to get me worked up. But this couch, I'm telling y'all, it had the ability for me to look at it and I would be at a level 10 within a couple minutes. And it wasn't even about the couch. Isn't that funny? Of course, right? It's not about the couch. It's that I felt unheard for so long. And since I had felt so unheard and there was so much emotion there, it got to the point where my strategy was to completely withdraw. So to stonewall around that conversation. So y'all can imagine now that we are relocating to Montana together. And yes, your girl here is ordering our couch, right? Um, but now that we're relocating and we were thinking about renting out the house and he was going to have it as a rental, guess what? He comes to me. He says, Hey, now that we're relocating, I think you're right. I think we should get a new couch. Will you help me pick it out? Y'all, I, I didn't lose it, but I did say, I am feeling pissed off. I mean, I still, even when I'm so mad because I've done this so much, I still use my I feel statements, but they just get like a little bit more extreme. So I was like, I am feeling pissed off. I am feeling hurt. Like all of this stuff just came out. And he was a little caught off guard. And good thing is, though, we have navigated through a lot. He knows how to get through this kind of thing with me. And he's also very good at taking ownership. And he really acknowledged it. He was he was really quick to say, I'm sorry. I should have asked if you were open to talk about this. He like realized he hadn't in, you know, he hadn't given me the invitation for this conversation. He kind of just thrown it on me after a long day. And what I love about my communication with him is we repair very, very quickly. 
So we had this blow up and then we're repairing like that, that evening. And he sent me a really, really sweet text message, which I'm trying to find. Um, I'll look for it. He sends me a lot of texts, but it was so, it was just so thoughtful and it was so sweet. And what I wanted to point out about this is that when we have things that build up, they get bigger. So this is over a year and a half, you guys. And if you have anything in your relationships, maybe it's even at work or it's in friendships and it's something that's been bugging you and you're just trying to do like what I did, which wasn't helpful, where you completely withdraw from that conversation or ignore it or pretend it's not there, that just makes it bigger. And it makes it get to the point where you don't feel like you can actually have a healthy conversation. So the best thing we can do is even if we feel like we're not being heard, even if we feel like we've had to say things multiple times, we have to still advocate for ourselves and advocate for the connection. Because if you're withdrawing or you're avoiding conflict, all you're doing is creating a future liability for the relationship. So I know all y'all listening, there's probably a hard conversation you need to have with someone And I want to just encourage you, it's worth it. It's worth it to have those tough conversations earlier so that you can avoid blowups later on. It really truly is. And I, I want you to know that people who value the relationship, who want to grow with you, whatever it is, they will work through it with you. You know, like, They want to understand. They want to understand where you're coming from. I think that's part of secure attachment. One of the signs I always look for in healthy relationships is it's someone who really wants to know where you are coming from. They want you to feel heard. They want you to feel understood. And in a secure connection, that goes both ways, right? So just like I was blowing up about not being heard, I had to tune in and listen to him and realize that for him, it was a big step to get a couch and that there was a lot of other things that he had wanted to invest in and et cetera, et cetera. So I had to be able to tune in to his experience, right? And I I will say this is what he said to me. Um, the the repair. That's the other thing I want you to take from this episode, my personal share. How important is repair? It's so, so important in your relationships. And for a lot of us, that means verbal words of affirmation, being able to, you know, explain, um, I'm you take ownership, issue an apology, right? Other people, repair is gonna be, hey, I made you dinner, I'm so sorry right? Hey, I took care of the laundry. Like there's ways that we can intentionally repair that are very helpful. And in all the research about healthy relationships, what we see is couples who have long-term healthy connections will repair more quickly. So even when we don't feel like it, it's a really good thing to do to just get our relationship back to 
in an equilibrium, right? So just as an example, here's the text that my boyfriend sent me. He says, I want you to know I'm sorry and I love you. You are my rock, my world, my best friend and partner. I love being by your side through all of what we do. This is going to be a fabulous year for us and I know that we will get through this time of transition. I love you so much. And then I'm not going to say what else he said. Uh, kissy emoji. Um. Okay. So... Something like that goes a long way for me. I am totally a words of affirmation person, but for you, repair might look differently. As I said, maybe it's doing acts of service, cooking a meal. Um, Maybe it is a written out apology. But when you're in a long-term relationship, I'd want you to think about what is my repair love language? Like, How do I best receive repair? And... One thing to remember, I didn't say this in the beginning, but I should have, conflict is part of every healthy relationship. It's healthy to have conflict. I actually worry more about the couples who don't have any because that means they're not showing up as their true selves. They're not being fully honest and they're probably not very connected or they're not very close. So conflict is healthy. It's normal and it's all about how you navigate it. All right, y'all. I hope this was a helpful episode. Maybe you got some laughs out of my couch story. Shoot me a DM if you've ever dated someone who has horrible furniture and you have to help them out, right? Um, I want to know. Appreciate you all so much. Don't forget about the giveaway. We are doing a giveaway this month. If you leave this podcast a review, take a screenshot of it and DM it, you will be entered to win a coaching session with me. So do it. It takes two minutes. And I'm so excited to announce that winner. That's going to be on December 1st. So don't forget about the giveaway. And of course, as always, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. I'll talk to you soon. You guys, thanks for tuning in. I really appreciate each and every one of you. The best way that you can thank me is by sharing this episode on Instagram, Facebook, and making sure that you tag me at Dr. Morgan Coaching. And it would really mean the world to me if you took just two minutes to leave me a five-star review on iTunes. This podcast is not free to produce, And the more that you help this little show grow, the more people will have access to this valuable information. So until next time, I'm wishing you high self-worth and great relationships. Thank you for being part of this community.